Oh, g'day team, it's Harps, but you know that. I hope you're great. It's the start of another week. It's Monday. If you're listening to this the day that it's released, it's a Monday. Um, it's a Sunday as I'm recording it. I don't know why I'm so excited. Um, I haven't done one of these for because I recorded a whole bunch last week. Last week, speaking of last week, I did seven episodes which were um, me doing a little bit of a deep dive into and a dissection of uh, my whiteboard lessons messages that I put on my Instagram page, which is not surprisingly called whiteboard lessons. Um, and so they are things that most of you know that I've written over the last six or seven years, ideas, messages, questions, kind of strategies perhaps, which I've written, handwritten on my whiteboard in my office, taken a photo of and pushed out of the literary self-help personal development nest into the world, which have been very well received for the most part, which is good. Um, and they got, those seven episodes got really well received and lots of nice feedback and words and thoughts. And so with that in mind, a few people told me, keep going. Can you do some more of those? Because they're good, they're simple, they're short, and you explore one or two or three ideas a day, and that works for me. And I'm like, cool, who am I not to listen? So here I am today. Um, opening a similar door with different messages. So message number one is this today. There are no toxic friendships. If it's toxic, it's not a friendship. It's an unhealthy relationship that may or may not need to end. The person who treats you like shit is not your friend. And I know this seems like when I wrote that, I thought, is this even necessary? Is this even net? Do people need this spelled out? Do people need to hear this message? As it turns out, yes, is the answer. As it turns out, lots of people are in relationships, either by situational circumstance or historically, they've just been intertwined with some person or some persons for some reason. But there's not a whole lot of love. You know, there's not a whole lot of kindness, not a whole lot of awareness. There's not a whole lot of empathy. And so, I think it's very easy to find ourselves in a relationship, lots of different kinds of relationships that we are just used to it, where it's we're in that relationship sometimes by association or sometimes by situational circumstance or uh, perhaps it's a professional relationship that we find ourselves in the middle of. And and those things actually don't empower us, those relationships. They actually disempower us. They're not good for our confidence. They're bad. They're not good for our mental and or emotional health. They're bad. Um, and so my advice is, or my thinking around this is when possible, when we can, if we deem, if we realize, if that still small voice, that internal sat nav is going to you, hey, you know this is bullshit. You know that this is not healthy. You know this is not good. You know that person that talks behind your back, that doesn't support you, that undermines you, that clearly doesn't love you, that doesn't have your best interest at heart. Um, that is not a relationship that should continue. Unless, of course, the nature or the, the energy of the relationship totally changes after some kind of significant encounter or talk or something, which is rarely the case. So when we can, we shut those relationships down. And if we can't shut the relationship down because the situation that we are in doesn't allow it, as in we have to keep working with that person, then what we do is we keep the door to our heart, our emotions, and our ideas somewhat 
guarded. And we, if possible, we change the nature of the relationship with that person. We change the way that we socialize, interact, connect, or don't interact and connect as the case may be, depending. But I've had many people in my life over the years where, and by the way, they weren't all horrible, toxic people, but people who would present themselves as my friend when in reality, they weren't really my friend. They were just people that I knew that wanted something. And they would be all love and light and lit, uh, all love and light and unicorns. Uh, while they wanted something, they would be friendly. They would be they would role play um, friendship. But once my um, use or my value was um, obviously no longer um, serving them, uh, then they would move on. And I think it's also good just to do a little bit of a stock take on, you know, relationships in general. Like, how much do, how much do people, the people in my life, really care about me? And this is not in a woe is me, life's not fair, I'm a victim way. This is just in a taking stock way. Um, it's maybe not popular to say, but I know a lot of people. I know, I, I reckon I probably know about a thousand people by name. Like if I bumped into those people and I saw that I know who they are, I know their name, maybe more. Um, and and there's, I don't know, maybe hundreds of people who would call themselves my friend or call themselves my friend. And, and you know, I have I do have quite a lot of friends and I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus. But the amount of people who genuinely care about me or love me, no matter what, through thick and thin, whether or not. I'm Craig Harper, the guy that's going great, or Craig Harper, the guy that's not going great. I've got a big profile or no profile or whatever. I, I would say the amount of people who love me, care about me unconditionally, um, I would say five, maybe. I would say five, maybe not five. Look, maybe seven, maybe four. I'm not sure. I'm not really putting people to the test at this stage. but And that's not, there's no self-pity there. I don't feel sorry for me. Um, it's just having that awareness. And so I think it's I think it's a good idea to to put some of our relationships and whether or not they're friendships per se or they are different kinds of relationships, all relationships, I think we can do like a we can put them up on the hoist on the old kind of social hoist like we do with a car in a mechanic shop. And we can walk around, kick the tires, have a look underneath, have a look on top, open the doors, look through it, and see whether there's evidence that this is actually running well. Is this healthy? Is this good for me? Is this uh, is this a relationship that makes my life better? I ask myself this question quite often, and that is, or I have over the years, is my life better with this person in it? And if the answer is, or at the very least, is is my life not worse? You know what I mean? But imagine that if if you can look at somebody or you, you can think about somebody that's in your life and you know that your life is a better life because they're in it, that's fucking awesome. And I think that's a really good litmus test to find out whether or not that's a relationship that you should invest in. Now, I'm not saying that we need to be overly strategic, but I do think that we need to be careful and discerning about where we spend our emotional dollars. 
it's nice to be nice. It's nice to be kind. It's nice to be caring. It's nice to have empathy. It's nice to have a purpose bigger than yourself. All of that, and I believe that, and I'm part of that, and I've helped lots of people and continue to and will continue to, and I even help people that I know don't give a fuck about me. And the reason I do that is because I think it's important that my help for people and my care and compassion is not conditional upon me getting something back. If if it's conditional upon me getting something back, well, that's not kindness at all. That's not care and empathy at all. But at the same time, I'm ever aware, I have an ever-present awareness of who is genuinely in my life that loves me, uh, that it is a healthy relationship and that my life is better because of it. I encourage you to hit the pause button and maybe even do a little bit of a stock take on your own friendships. Uh, I did not intend to talk that long, but I did. So I will see you tomorrow.